all this time, brother. Everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. with johnny and kelly kelly how's it going man it's good to be back all you had to do is borrow your wife's computer (laughs) thank god i'm married you thank god you're you're not a cut honey and uh what about you john how you doing man i'm doing great well i'll tell you before we get into this i'm gonna go on my little soapbox about nwa i mean not nwa Uh but w wd canceling uh the the hidden gem section man um you know, they can do whatever they want. It's their network. But to me, this is just, it really was a, it was a gut shot to me because it's yeah. really is the only thing I really watch regularly on the network besides world-class championship wrestling. I kind of, I don't, the, the, the current product doesn't do anything for me. Um, NXT, I've, it's gotten stale for me. And it's just, I mean, it's pretty much, like, to me, this is just kind of like um, a teaser for this is what's happening. We're getting rid of this. We're using, we're going to be using more of our bandwidth on um, bringing in. We're going to be doing the tier system. We're going to be doing a lot more indie wrestling stuff. Um, and, I, and, I mean, that's great for, for the audience. I think that's going to expand it. But there's a, there's a niche on that network that really like this. And yeah. I don't think I'd be bothered if they never gave it to us. But once you kind of you turn you open you know you open up Pandora's box, it's just just it just it just sucks and um, mm. it, it it I mean it just to me it's like they know they have some hardcore fans and those are the ones who you you're gonna stick with you no matter what. But this is something that could kind of like can really really just drive some of the audience away because. You, 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 we've been, been, we've been insulted for years as being hardcore wrestling fans, and then the fact that they give us this, and then they give it, and then they take it away, uh, to me is the worst thing they could have done than never even giving it to us. And uh, and for me, it's just it's just a real, real gut punch because uh, it's really the only thing I, I loved on their thing. I mean, I mean they put on shitty stuff like Springer and. And the bump and and other things that just mean nothing. And I mean, I guess this wasn't doing the numbers because if it was drawing great numbers, I'm sure they would uh, That's it. stick to it. But it's something that you heard you you really piss off your real hardcore fan base. And if you really alienate your major your heart, the hardcore, the ones that stick with you through thick and thin. What's going to happen when that audience that are just there temporarily uh, leave you eventually? Because that's kind of what you end up driving them away eventually, too. I mean, I don't know. What did your take on this, Kelly? 
Oh yeah, it totally sucks. Um, personally, I, I loved, and I think we all did the the cards, the the you know the house shows that were turning yeah. up. Uh, for me, especially uh, Pro Wrestling USA from the Meadowlands, I was loving those ones turning up because you got such a crazy mix of guys: um, Sergeant Slaughter, Kamala, Flair, all the stars of the NWA and AWA. You know, you so much stuff. I mean, like the Omni, yeah. the Great American Bash. Yeah, Omni stuff. shows. Yeah, there's a variety of all these different things. You know. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure most people who have the network don't even watch any of the old footage. Right. They're just there for the pay-per-views and for NXT, I guess, and some of the other new stuff. So it sucks. We're getting old, and, and we're not important anymore. Jesus. <laughs> That's true. Um, you know, we're over 40, all of us, so it's, you know, culture's left us behind or whatever. Um, you know, the future yeah, we knew. I mean, we knew, I mean, 10 years ago, we knew that the old school wrestling fan was getting smaller and smaller, and I understand that. <laughs> That's the first uh, time I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, the amount of people watching it. How's that? Okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and it just, it just gets there. Johnny, anything you want to add? Uh, let me play devil's advocate a little bit, though, because you were saying we would piss off their hardcore fans and pick up, and this is the final straw. I've seen a lot of people today who are like, well, that's the only reason I subscribe. So if you already don't care about the modern product or anything else on there, they they don't care. They're, they're under no obligation to care about. I mean, if you're, you're already you're already hanging by a thread. So they don't they don't think of us or or think of you know people who will cancel, and here's the thing, Pete. You mentioned tears, and I saw this earlier. I would bet you also said stick with them through thick and thin. I I will bet the fucking house, uh, and I and I rent um, when they make that tiered system. That shit's gonna be back, and you're gonna have to pay a little bit more for it, and and we will. Because they count yes. on that. So I don't think this is going to be so much, uh, well, we just canceled it because it's not getting enough views, which is, that's the facts. It, you know, it's a niche of a niche audience who is excited for this every Thursday. And but that niche of the niche argument, our audience will pay actually a premium yes, for it. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. And when they go to tiers, that'll be something in the tiers. I, 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 well, I don't want to say I guarantee it, but that's the kind of thing that, they already talked about stuff like that when they when they proposed the tears. So well, I, I hope I hope you're right. I personally think you're wrong about that, <laughs> uh, an old school tier system. And if they are, if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. I'm not a prideful guy. So, uh, but I'll tell you, I, I, I canceled my subscription today. I'm fucking angry about it. So, so where are you getting? The, well, you have all the world class shows, or uh, we'll we'll cross that. I do. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, we'll talk about this at another date. Um, I don't think now is the time. Anyway, yeah. but you know, maybe, maybe in a that's month called that's called foreshadowing. Knows. That's called foreshadowing, audience. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just like you know what? If you're even if you're gonna do this to me as a fan, and there's not anything else I can do out of my power. But is to either continue to pay, take pay you to fuck me, or uh, or I can just uh, you know you know give you kick dirt in my face. I can do that, or I could do with my I can spend my ten dollars somewhere else. And I, like I canceled Netflix recently, maybe I'll re re up my Netflix account. 
Um, I recently I chose between Disney and Netflix as a flexible option, uh-huh. and I went with the Disney Channel, uh, Disney Plus, which I'm loving. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's great. And uh, there's other 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 options. I have plenty of. I mean, I'm a guy who's a collector who has plenty of DVDs. I have plenty of Google Drives. Uh, so, I mean, I, for, to, to satisfy what I like to watch in wrestling, I don't really need that network, hey, oh, there uh, you go. but I'm one of the minorities. Well, there you go. No, cause we got, when you have, you, you see that all the time on people on the, on the internet, you'll be like, that's it. I'm canceling my subscription. Nobody does, but if you actually did Hey, good for you. Cause that makes sense. Why pay $10 if you're not going to watch it? That, right. Yeah. I think sense. about it. The only thing I, well, I, I, the only other things I watch is uh, world class. And I will go in and watch some Mid-Atlantic, some Mid-South here and there, but not enough to justify to dropping 10 bucks a week. Watch, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly, tomorrow, the gems? tomorrow they're going to just add all the rest of the Watts footage they own. <laughs> up just to fuck with Pete. Yeah. Well... My yeah, pops, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about some fucking old school wrestling then, right. and, and good stuff. We are looking at eleven, twelve, eighty three, and they pretty much open up with Sunshine and Precious split. What's your take, uh, Johnny, on this man? Oh well, it's not what I expected to see. I was expected to oh. see this build or happen on television, but they did it in Fort Worth, and. Uh, the, the graphic where the Sunshine Girls have broken up. The Sunshine Girls. I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> and, they're, and they're brawling in the ring, and they said, we're going to break the story for you later. And I was like, okay, boom. That came out of, that felt like it came out of nowhere. But uh, good. And uh, Yeah, because when you really, because when you think about it, they're building right now to, to, to the November Star Wars, a Thanksgiving Day show that was actually Dave covered it, uh, Belcher covered it uh, years ago really well in The Observer. And the, I don't know if you, I know, I think you might have checked it out, Kelly. Uh, uh, I read that one, yeah, when he first published it, but I didn't reread it recently. Okay, he was well, there live for the show. Yeah. yeah, they did put it in there recently uh, for Thanksgiving. He put that up on The Observer board or on The Observer page. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a great write-up on Thanksgiving Wrestling. I don't know if anybody's uh, mm-hmm. you've never seen it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're definitely hitting into overdrive and they're pushing, hitting these angles and really pushing the pushing it to get ready for the big uh, Thanksgiving Day Star Wars show. Uh, Kelly, what about what about you on this? Well, I mean, you know, I love sunshine. Oh, yeah. um, and while this is is this show is one of the greatest wrestling shows I've ever seen. I'm just going to throw out <laughs> that up front. Um, but yeah, I mean, we on the world class show, they, I don't think they even teased it other than now. Well, like the obvious tease that, oh, there's two of them. So something's going to happen. Uh, we watched a match from Fort Worth where there was, where Sunshine screwed up, uh, interfering and Precious had to come and make the save to, uh, save Garvin's ass. So we saw that tease, but yeah, we get this. And this is unusual because uh, I can't think of too many times the Fort Worth TV has ever been referenced on World Class on the W or on the World Class show that we've been reviewing, right? It's, well, actually, it's, uh, uh, last week. Well, uh, yeah, okay. They showed that match, that encore yeah. match. 
But, okay, prior to that, I don't think, because you've been supplying us with the yes. Fort Worth footage. Yeah. So it hasn't been on the World Class Show. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was surprising. Um, right, you know, here we go right at the beginning. Catfight, breakup, uh, and we've got a lot more to talk about later in the show. Um, she's still sunshine, too. She's not even precious yet, and they've done yeah. the split. That's crazy. Um, I, I'm just giddy almost because what we see in this show and then what we see in the next show is just awesome stuff that I'd never seen before. So this was all new to me. Um, yeah, it's just like awesome. almost turned into like the hottest program in the in the promotion. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, well we'll talk about it because yeah, it's it's fucking hot and it's awesome. Yeah, and I like how you mentioned hot. like this is a, a great episode because honestly, I would put it up there as like this is like one of your textbook. When you talk about the how great world classes, I think this is an episode yeah. where you put up there with like the Memphis ones, like with the Dundee Lawler Bill type of episode, or um, other, you know, so like uh, maybe the Ric Flair Ted DiBiase mm-hmm. angle in Mid South. When you talk about classic television shows, um, yeah, of of certain territories, this is I think this is one of them you would put up there. Um, then we open up with Super D. Versus Mike Reed. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest shows ever. And here we shows. go. One of the yeah, greatest know, right? shows ever. And we start off with Super D number two versus Mike Reed. Well, that yeah, just shows I, you how I, great I, this I, show I is if you start here, with this. It's on, on overdrive and you judge it based on this opening <laughs> match. Um, but when you think about it, this is just a classic wrestling. We started at a big high spot and we're taking it down. But before we get into that match, who do you prefer? Do you prefer the Super Ds or the Long Riders, Kelly? Uh, well, I haven't seen much of the Super Ds, so I, and I guess I've seen more of the Long Riders. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, I love Mask Guys, so they got that going for them over the Long Riders. Uh, I, I think the Long Riders, to me, they're just kind of like there. I mean, they're good workers. Um, I'm not saying the Super Ds are this incredible gimmick, because it's not. But I think you you have a little bit more legs than just playing two cowboys, you know, in Texas. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Wild Bill, you know, he has his role as a spot. The Super D's, you know, at least they have potential to be um, up there. You know, at least has uh, has a higher has a higher chance to be uh, be viewed as a bigger bigger deal. I don't know. What about you, John? Uh, long riders all the way. They, Super D's look like goobers in their fucking caves. <laughs> You know, give me the long riders, you know, biker cowboys swinging a fucking bull rope any day of the week. Fair enough. What about you? What about the match there, Kelly? Well, yeah, let's uh, paint a picture for the listeners who don't know who the Super Destroyers are. Uh, So it's it's the Irwin brothers. uh, And we've seen, of course, Wild Bill for several, well, about a year, I guess he was in the territory through all of 82. Good worker. Good worker. And his brother, Scott Irwin, we haven't seen yet. He was working the Super Destroyer gimmick as far back as 1979. Uh, He worked it in Florida, the Carolinas, I think Georgia maybe too. No, Mid-South was the other one. And so now uh, Bill's donned a, a hood and has joined him. And they come in, they're the American Tag Team Champions already. And... I had to go back and, and look at the results and, and, and the history of the title because I'd 
mean that the belts have been pretty much forgotten. And I yeah, forgot who we covered this a little bit last episode. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that because the last time we saw the American Tag Belts, it was actually Brody and Kerry beating the Freebirds at International Star Wars. Right, in June. Yeah, in June. And then looking at the history, the belts just were vacant at some point. And then you have, and you brought this up, Pete, on the last show, Bulldog Brower and Piper listed as champs, but I think that's totally fictitious because yeah. I look, like, the results for Brower, there's nothing past 1982 for him. Yeah. So he didn't even wrestle in California, of all places. Yeah, and Piper wrestled in L.A. in the 70s, but he didn't go back. He was too, like, then that territory was dead. Yeah. Uh, in 83, the WWF moved into um, L.A. and San Diego, and that territory was dead. So I don't know where that name, or where so that team odd, came. You know, you, I can understand picking Piper, uh, that you say you beat Piper or somehow, but I don't know why you'd attack Brower with it. I'm, I'm guessing it was either explained on the TV at some point or in more likely maybe in one of the wrestling mags. They just invented yeah. uh, Brower and Piper as being the previous champs to explain because – Often the wrestling mags had to fill in blanks uh, or logic holes. That, so uh, so someone, someone at an after mag was just fucking around. He's like, uh, let's just say it's fucking Piper and <laughs> Bulldog Ron Brower. See if anyone yeah. notices. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those two men ever teamed before. I could be wrong. I doubt but... they've never met before. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, okay, the Super D's, Super Destroyers, It's fine, they're finally called the Super Destroyers. Is the hype leading into this was that they were the Super D's. Um, and it's funny, we finally see them, in, and it's in a singles match. They're not even in a yeah. tag. I know. Uh, which is kind of weird, but then you could say, well, saving they're saving their, their major uh, tag matches for the big shows. So I think maybe that was their idea. Or you, or you could say they're filling out a card. <laughs> yeah, that Or too. I'm with Kelly because I think it wasn't in the second week um, where the Super D wrestled Iceman. And Iceman becomes his opponent uh, <laughs> with, I believe it's JYD at the, uh, I think. At the Thanksgiving show coming yeah, up. Is, right. Yeah, there's a tag match there. So, yeah, I think they are actually saving their their tag matches for the bigger shows, or at least at first. Uh, so it's Super Destroyer number two, and that is Bill Irwin. And, well, let's see. Oh, yeah, Reed still gets a decent pop from the crowd, man. Their fans at the Sportatorium are just the most forgiving fans in the world. It's crazy, because this guy is a total loser. But anyway, uh, there's not much to say. I'm, all my notes are basically what I was just talking about with the history of the, or trying to explain the tag team belt situation. I um, I Kelly, because all my notes were, uh, who do you prefer, the D, Super Ds or the Irwins? <laughs> okay, and then we go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Super D number two dominates. Uh, we do get a pretty loud Go Mike Go chant. Again, it's just amazing that uh, Reed gets this kind of reaction. And then we get a massive superplex by number two. Which I'm not sure. I think one year he won it or was like a runner-up with uh, Move of the Year. Move of the Year. Irwin superplex from the Yeah. Well, it was a a fresh move at the time. Yeah. Um, Remember, Harley was winning matches with just a regular suplex in the 70s. So this is the... Superplex here. Um, and then we get a classic Mercer <laughs> call of the Superplex that I'm sure Johnny uh, made a note of as well. He said, 
I've seen some suplexes, but that was a suplexer. <laughs> did you have that, Mercy? He just didn't. In, in, oh, in, of course Donnie? I did. Of course okay, I, I didn't know if Kelly was infringing upon your gimmick. No, here. no, no. That, that's half of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got to say about that match. A suplexer, folks. <laughs> well, well, wow us uh, with your other half of your notes. Oh, well, another Bill Mercer uh, uh, ism. He, he said the Super Destroyer. Uh, uh, he hit Reed, and Reed was crushed like the front of an international truck. Like, yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a brand of trucks I'm not aware of? I, I don't know. Uh, and Wild Bill, when he got his iron-ons that say Super D on his, on his legs, I don't know. Either they were bunched up a little bit, or he, he, didn't, yeah, they, they, he didn't do it quite right, because it didn't look like it said Super D. It looked like it said Supered. Just <laughs> <laughs> space between the R and the D. <laughs> and th- this sucked, I, I thought. I, thought I, I, Wild Bill, the suplex was awesome. I mean, oof. Well, Wild Bill, maybe he's not used to working under a mask because he didn't look good. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna let you Johnny take over here on the for the next right. few oh, segments okay. here. Yeah. But we let me set the table because we have three three I don't I'll call them I guess skits. We open up with Jimmy Garvin uh, the situation with the valets. Then we have a Sunshine Press conference, <laughs> and then the the the, 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 the exclamation point on this segment. Bill Mercer shows up at Jimmy Garvin's house. So. Um, Johnny, I'll be taking away and you uh, go, I guess, and instead of going segment by segment, just sum it all up and we'll all go together on oh, it. Oh, yeah, we'll all have, to have a conversation, let's say. Yeah. So it starts with the match footage. So she's fighting Johnny Mantell for the TV title, and or he's got the TV title. And Precious does the whole sweep Mantell's leg out, but Mantell rolls it over. Yeah, and gets the one, two, three. So she didn't really fuck up, <laughs> you know, but Mantell out, outsmarted them. But he loses the TV belt, and they're freaking out, and she's blaming Sunshine. She's like, that, that bitch did it. And Garvin <laughs> believes her. And because uh, Garvin, let, let's fade now. We made a lot of jokes over the last year about Kelly's, you know, uh, obsession with sunshine and everything. Uh, we're now getting into Johnny Creepy mode because Sexy Precious is on the scene. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? She is so hot. That, that's that's the kind of woman who will lick your asshole. That, that is hot. That <laughs> oh, is hot, probably. And, yeah, uh, man, I've seen some $2 hookers do the same thing. Hey, and well, well, <laughs> Sunshine's too classy. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. You have? I've been down to, I've been at Boys Town at 3.45 in the morning. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'd pay to watch that. Anywho, so this goes, uh, they're slapping her, and Garvin tosses her to the fucking mat. I didn't see that coming. Garvin yeah. laid hands on her. And, oh, the crowd's fucking going fucking crazy. He's uh, he's yelling at her, you're through. You're going back to the other side of the tracks where I found you. I'm like, that's ah, the best. And so this was awesome. This was the, this was the great turn. And like Kelly said, I haven't seen, I've, I've read about all this stuff, but I haven't seen it. And there's details 
that the magazines didn't include, which that's fun. But here we get the Sunshine press conference. And Sunshine has a personal representative, and it's Eugene Levy. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded and looked just like Eugene Levy. And she comes out. Slumming it on world class before yeah. he made his comeback in America. Well, SCTV had been canceled, so he had to do something. He you had know. to do something. Just he was in for shits and giggles. <laughs> and and he's great. Whoever this actor is, he's great. And he's like, listen, I'm just gonna bring her out. You know, there's gonna be no questions. And you know, please. And and every now and then a flash bulb goes off. There's literally one guy back there, but they got all the microphones. And every now and then a flash bulb goes off. So it's great. And and she's uh, laying it on the line. She's explaining herself. And uh, how could you do this to me? You know, everything I've done for you and da 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 da. And, you know, you know it's her fault. I don't see what's going on here. But he, the, the gist of the matter is she makes an announcement. Remember that whole uh, angle about taping your opponents and having tapes yep. and shit from like a year ago? She stole his tapes and. His medical records, which I believe is a HIPAA violation. So <laughs> that ain't cool, Sunshine. You know, tapes is one thing. You know, all it is is just tapes of cousins fucking, I guess, whatever. But, you know, medical records, that's kind of that's crossing the line. And then she says she's going to she sent him to Chris Adams so he can help beat him, which is awesome. That's awesome. That's a way to... To mold this into the Adams feud is great stuff because mm-hmm. that already existed. And this molds it into the Adams feud. Uh, and then she says, as far as uh, the other. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced at all. It doesn't, no. it doesn't feel forced. It it just slides right in. And it this kind of thing, could you could normally see it coming a mile away. If you were watching this, you wouldn't have seen the, no. that, that, that part of it. And... Uh, and then she says, as far as, you know, the not yet precious, my precious, my precious. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to pull her clothes off and expose her for what she is. I was like, well, is she a man? Because then I really feel weird. Uh, <laughs> and, and then she's like, Jimmy, you, you made me do things I didn't want to do. Which is a great way to explain why she was acted like a heel. Yeah. You know, that's great. Of course, I would took it too. I didn't want to have to rub my cousin's hairy chest. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then we goof on Bill Mercer a lot, like, you know, but we've said these on the uh, spot location shots. He's the best. And he's got his Mike Wallace on. He is Mike Wallace from 60 Minutes. He's, well, I, I, he won't answer his phone and you know, he, he, his car's not here, but let's just walk in anyway. <laughs> and goes in the gate and starts banging on the door. Jimmy Garvin! Jimmy Garvin! And he's got the camera crew. And the door opens, and there is uh, not sunshine. It is precious. And she's wearing just a man's dress shirt. You And so this is, the, there was never really any implication that sunshine was fucking Garvin. This is totally he he's fucking this one and the reason we know this is because he comes running out in his purple silk boxer shorts <laughs> they were fucking 
and Bill Mercer cock-blocked the gorgeous one here. And he's like, "Get! I can't believe you've come to my house, Bill Mercer. Get the hell out of here. I can't believe you. And I'm on Jimmy Garvin's side. Get the fuck out of my house. What the fuck are you doing? I'm just trying to fuck my old lady here. Uh, oh, God damn. This is awesome stuff. This is the, I've been I've been looking forward to this for so long, and it delivered. Yes, it is tremendous. And you know, you look, let's look at the origins here. Jimmy Garvin is the type of heel where you believe that he's such an egotistical bastard that he would want to have a, a, a two two blonde ballets, <laughs> right? You yeah. can buy that. You you love the turn because you know it. Uh, it, it, I mean, because it, it, was, it was the heel that he, the, the valet he kept was the one who really traditionally pretty much messed up and blamed and blamed Precious. So it gives put Precious, uh, puts all this sympathy on Precious because A, she didn't get involved in the finish. And it was Sunshine who did it. Yeah. I mean, other well. Precious did it. And um, uh, Precious did it. And so Sunshine has, has no culpability to it. But she ends up, she's becomes gets presented as the hero light because she's the good girl in this angle. Uh, and then how it segues into the Chris Adams seg uh, into into the feud was beautifully well done. You know, you don't see it coming. Um, and and I mean, uh, and then the whole entire thing at my house thing is just you're just dying because Garvin is so over the top in this and. But in a good way, not in a hamming it up type of way, yeah. but as in just it's just Jimmy Garvin being Jimmy Garvin. And it was so, so good. And the press conference, it's like you're just giggling along with this. Uh, Kelly, what all, what, what thoughts do you, you have on this? Well, yeah, I'm so glad you guys uh, loved this just as much as I did. Because last night watching this, I was just I this was you know, it had been a while since I'd been this enthralled by a world-class show you know it's been kind of a slump and i knew this was coming up uh, eventually what do you uh, call it a slump or just more stagnant yeah well a slump or it was just in a lull a slump to me is a guy who's hitting 200 okay yeah, yeah it wasn't getting some good matches uh, an angle right. here or there right yeah it wasn't back to 1982 levels Can but I it was it was kelly just wanted <laughs> some soap opera yeah, man. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I get it so did i yeah and like I said earlier, I'd, I'd never, I'd never seen the turn before Sunshine's turn, you know, play out like this. So this was great, and yeah, I, I, I fell in love with Sunshine, and I'm sure a lot of fans had in 1983 when she was a heel with uh, Jimmy. So this is perfect. Uh, bring in the other woman, Precious. She lies, tells Garvin that it was Sunshine who did it, and of course Garvin was already obviously leaning towards going with Precious. Because he doesn't even think about you know checking the footage or anything, right? You, you just have to watch the tape, and it's it's right you know, there. Yeah, sunshine just lick his asshole. She may still have it, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. She of all the kind of like he's the husband who uh, wants to get a nanny for his wife and gets his hot babe, and that's exactly what he does here. You know. Yeah. I'm wondering how far back this was all planned. He you know, even with the name Sunshine, she was always she always had a baby face name. It was. Eventually, she would have to be a baby face. I, right? I can't imagine that's what I, I, I just 
I think, I think, I don't know. I mean, it's a good I question. Think, I, I, no, I, I just mentioned this before. I think he eventually got to a point where he's like, uh, I need to uh, spruce up my act and that needs this to get sexier. And this is my cousin and the people are already like her, you know, that's, that sort of a thing. Because he spices up, he, he changes his act. He changes his look. Look with this. Uh, uh, right. This switch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine it being a plan on the books when you think about it. Is this really the first valet valet feud? Yeah, like I think we said that. Yeah, you've said that once before. Yeah. it is. Yeah, oh yeah, this was Mark stuff. So this was groundbreaking, and it was uh, repeated and copied by tons of other uh, territories yeah. for the rest you know, of the eighties. Nothing, nothing came close to it. Yeah. Hey, no. By, by the way, guys, um, when we talked about that last time. We, you know, Pete specifically said, was there ever another one that drew money? And I asked him if Dark Journey Missy Hyatt drew money, and Pete said no. And amazingly, this same subject came up on a, uh, a, a, a one of the Pritchard podcasts, and he claimed that the Missy Hyatt uh, Dark Journey one did draw money. So knowing how full of shit he is, I think he's wrong, and you're right, Pete. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Bruce Pritchard is wrong on that. I, I it might have drawn a little money, but not nothing like this. I mean, oh no, but I could see it drawing an initial journey. We're like deep, yeah. deep down on that uh, right uh, thing. But sex sells. I could see it draw like a one house, maybe, but maybe not uh, for too long. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, this angle like was this. great. Yeah, this thing drew money for a year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this it, is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is just. This is just getting started. Yeah, that, that that was opening match, uh, mid match, fun stuff. This was, yeah, this is major main event stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. The angle was great. The crowd is so hot, and then the press conference. This just blew me away because I never expected Sunshine to be this good of a promo. Um, right. Maybe you know they could have reshot this as many times as they want. This wasn't live, but still, this was really good stuff here. This was like, the, yeah, I mean, Sunshine was really before she got really into the drugs and and her looks hardened a little bit. Uh, I, I didn't know, need oh, to know that. <laughs> or it might have just been drinking. But, oh well, that's better. Uh, but she uh, came across as the girl next door, and not many of the other valets had that quality. Eventually, Elizabeth captured that, but that was the. The girl, like the girl next door from the movie, you know what I'm saying, where you'd be peeking through the binoculars. At, <laughs> well, Sunshine really? was that cool girl next door who you could go play baseball with or what have you, but also play doctor with type of thing. <laughs> wow. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> Texas. In, in Texas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the promo was – it was really believable. She was so confident with her delivery and – I loved how, you know, she got emotional when she said, you know, I loved you, Jimmy, right at the end. And I I, I nearly teared up at that. That that was <laughs> powerful. Yeah, For wrestling? I so like I was saying, I don't think anyone could have done it without it being sunshine. I mean, it would be tough. When you think about all the female ballets and stuff here, I don't there's not many you could plug into that role. And be as successful as Sunshine was. No, wrestling has very rarely been able to do something like that uh, with that line. The like, and it was believable. I, I, you know, and I'm I'm totally invested in Sunshine and this whole thing. So mm -hmm. for me, that was great. I loved that promo. The Mercer um, uh, ambush on Garvin at his home was awesome too. We haven't seen Mercer out 
um, doing the field reporting in quite a while. So this was this was cool stuff. I mean, this is just awesome soap opera. Like this yeah, is exactly brilliant. It's awesome mm-hmm. shtick. Uh, yeah. Awesome soap opera. Yeah, and and to tie it into the Adam suit, that's just the cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah. Uh, wow. They. Yeah. This. This is. And then the show next week that we're going to talk about. This is. This is red hot. This is a huge angle and 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 uh, going to be a huge program. And I'm so happy. This is great. I love you, yep. sunshine. <laughs> Tonga John, the future barbarian. Yeah. Holy versus... shit. Is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Because I recognized him, but I couldn't place it. Oh, man. He just not, doesn't have quite the build. And you know what? He seems shorter. Uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> he didn't seem as tall here than he would, he would become. He was barefoot. Um, yeah. He works Iceman I'm... Parsons. Before we get into the match, I'm going to ask both of you. As, is it me or is Iceman kind of just floating around after the Buddy Roberts team yeah. with really no no yeah. aim or nothing, huh? Yeah, well, there's, oh, no, totally. there's no one for him to feud with. Yeah, no follow-up, nothing for him. Yeah, it's a, you, you could buy him going into a Michael Hayes feud. Um, but, yeah, that's something when you have them all tied into the brothers. You you definitely you could have done him and Kamala. I think it could have worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they they really had no follow up, and he's just kind of been, just mm-hmm. just been a guy on the card who's over, but with with nothing to do, which it's kind of you know it kind of hurts your aura once you had they've had a kick ass feud with Buddy Roberts, and then then nothing really else. He easily mm-hmm. easily could have feuded with Garvey, but they went with Adams and 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 David and Kevin, and it just I don't know. It just feels like a lost opportunity with Iceman here. Well, yeah, that. What do you think of the match? Well, he had that. And hold on, and he had that, and he had the uh, the, the Harley match. So, uh, yeah, he had the Harley. Match. Yeah, that was, was super over. Yeah, it was super yeah. over. Yeah. So that's the strangest thing because we just got done seeing the Harley match, and now it just seems nothing. You know, in like two shows. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they saw something in him for sure to give him the Harley match, knowing that he needed that extra rub yeah. and to go toe to toe with the NWA champion. That was a pretty big deal. Um. So they definitely want to build him up, and you know, it may, I don't think there was any like uh, people thinking, "Oh, well, we don't want to use Iceman anymore." I, he just kind of got lost, lost in the in shuffle a little, little bit. Yeah, um, now he gets stuck in this tag program with forever working tagging with JYD, where he's the. I mean, I, he's he's not as big of a star as JYD, he, yeah. so he's secondary in that. He becomes a partner with Buck Zumhoff and Brian Adidas. So it's oh just, dear God, uh, Pete! You have nothing but negative it, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The so future is just, just, it's just horrible. Like, he really, he really didn't catch on again until he started working like Rip Oliver, I think, in '85, and that's not even a step up. Yeah, it's Rip well, Oliver. we're never going to see that. Yeah, so, it's just whatever. another yeah. world class tragedy. <laughs> 
Oh, and we're figured out of from there. Um, <clears throat> oh boy. Okay, go on to the match. Um, yeah, it was a Tonga John. Yeah, Barbarian. That was cool because I I always thought he started as Conga the Barbarian. I just assumed like I didn't think you know how much uh, earlier he'd been in wrestling. And yeah, he's super new here. Uh, apparently, he was in Portland in 1981 as Tonga John. But that may have been somebody different because then there's no results for 1982. And then then we get uh, more results in 83. So it'd be kind of weird if he uh, took a year off. But who knows? Um, but, but, you know, but it's weird. Portland and world class had this weird uh, yeah, thing yeah. Of talent thing. Like Adam, yeah. Iceman, yep. Iceman, Portland came up. Yep. I know they went with the Rip Oliver, Billy Jack Haynes crew. That's right. Yeah. Uh, for a bit. So, yeah, they have this uh, way of uh, intermingling. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of it is because they use a lot of a lot of those guys were underneath in Portland, and it wasn't a a money territory, but it was a territory where you can learn your craft, oh, and totally. then you'd go out and kind of like spread your wings in other territories, and and and, yeah. and then and then world class very rarely for baby faces weren't looking for stars because their baby face side was always full, but they were looking for talent uh, to fill out the roster. Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, the future barbarians like nearly unrecognizable here. Uh, Johnny didn't recognize. Him. I didn't know who he was. Um, he doesn't have a tan at all. <laughs> That's one thing. It'd be yeah, a lot Johnny more tan because they had the same name of John. I, know, I, I was thinking. I heard Tonga John. I was like, "That's a stupid name." That's all I could think of. But then I saw him. I go, "Look at the size of that guy. That guy's fucking jacked." I'm like, "Who the fuck is he?" And, and then I just. The entire time, I, I just kept trying to place him, and I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, he was okay. A little, little decent heel work here, but it was a pretty short match. And Iceman won with a flash butt-butt out of nowhere. Um, well, Tonga John's better than the Samoan as far as names go. <laughs> so, Agreed. That's about it. Agreed. I will say Iceman, he, he throws a heavy-handed chop. Uh those heavy hands and the strikes, so we'll say that. Um, but yeah, but I have nothing really much to say about the match. What about you, uh, John? Uh, the only thing I have to add is I, I can't believe this, and they do it. They, they'll do it in the next show. They they introduce Tonga John, like from Samoa, Tonga yeah. John. Like what the what? What the fuck? <laughs> He'd be Samoa John. If he's from Samoa. Yeah. Samoa John. <laughs> and he's Tonga John. If he was from Tonga, like the Tonga kid was. Ugh, boy. And that moves us into a Fritz von Eric segment. So you know what that means. That means Carrie is being mm-hmm. spotlighted in the uh, <laughs> in the main event, and he needs somebody to cut his promos for him, so his fucking dad does it. Um, it's so right. God, I mean, we see Carrie later, and he's such a shitty promo. God, he's like childlike when it's you like think about it. He's, he's like Tom Hanks and Big, in a way. Um, <laughs> Johnny, take it away with Fritz having a, you know, last time we carted Fritz's ass out was when Carrie was challenging for Flair's title. And yeah, that's Fritz been a while. promos for yeah. him. Um, so, hey, it's it's that time of year. It's Chris in Star Wars in Texas. <laughs> well, first of all, he's sitting there next to Bill Mercer, and it really hits you. He, he is a giant motherfucker. Holy shit. He's a fucking giant man. 
and with the worst haircut ever. That fucking haircut of his. I can't yeah. even try to describe it because he's bald all up top, but he still has some of that front hair. But he chooses to uh, slick it down, but like the front comes into a square. It's the stupidest haircut ever on this giant monster of a man. And. So he's there. He's there. You know, I'll tell you, Bill. You know, tell, so I'll tell you how this all happened. What how this all got started. You know, and then they, and I'm thinking when he first said that, oh yeah, it started last year. You know, with Gordy in the cage door. No, no, started when Carrie was trying to give Mike a new a jacket because they they brought up something about a new jacket, and then it. Cuts to the... So here we're getting into the... We're going to push Mike to the fucking moon before he even steps foot in the ring uh, stage. Uh, Oh, boy. Because there it is. They're in the... It's like already the beginning of the end here, you know? Oh, boy. They're... uh, They cut to uh, the Fort Worth show. Yeah. um, And Mike's in the ring with Carrie and uh, and Lorenz, I believe. Was it Lorenz? Yeah, it was Lorenz, yeah. And uh, Carrie's like, Mike... You know, I just, I've got a box in my hands. He's holding a box <laughs> in his hand. I've got a box in my hands. And I've got something for you. And Mike's standing there just looking like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world. He's just staring straight ahead, scared to death he'll fuck up. And he, I'm going to present you with my very first ring jacket. I never lost when I had this jacket. And I'm going to give it to you, Mike. Uh, and Remember, his mom made it for yeah, him. His yeah. mom made it for Doris him. Doris made it. Doris made it. Oh, oh. And, uh, and then Carrie Cat takes off. And he's like, well, you know, uh, Mike Fritz says you're one of the best yet. And then Mike starts talking. And all this, like, he's the best of the amateur shit that we've been hearing. Mike says, uh, I, I, I don't know about best amateur my my brothers are like a lot better athletes. You know, and he cuts them off and gets, buries himself, buries yeah. himself completely with this shit. And here comes Michael Hayes is at ringside. He's fucking furious. And, but but it's like Mike doesn't even believe the hype. I know. <laughs> you don't want to be there. That motherfucker don't want to be there. I I think they can say in those documentaries all they want about how much Mike wanted to be there. Mike didn't want to fucking do this shit. No. And uh, so here comes Hayes. I'm like, well, where the fuck Harry go? You know, <laughs> and he comes in the ring, and he's like, I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit, Von Eric bullshit. And he tears up the jacket, and Mike's watching him tear up the jacket, completely nonplussed, <laughs> <laughs> not showing one emotion at all about this stupid fake jacket that his mom did not make. <laughs> And but then on cue he jumps on his back, and Mike takes down Michael Hayes, and I'm like, <laughs> just start laughing. Just I'm already like I don't buy that. <laughs> and so here comes Carrie, and Carrie's getting on Hayes, and Mike keeps trying to join in on the beatdown of Hayes, and Carrie's pushing him away. I know. And, and, <laughs> and, and like okay, get out of here, get out of here, you know. Because that doesn't look good. We're the baby faces. Yeah. 
You know, even dumb fucking Stone Carry gets that because it, dude, no getaway. Or it's probably like, get away, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carrie, Carrie's the guy coming to save his younger brother yeah. from a beatdown because the money is in Carrie and, and uh, Michael in the cage on, on Thanksgiving night. And dumbass Mike, uh, after he gets pushed away, then comes and starts dropping the boots to him. But he's also <laughs> but, like, horrible. But Carrie's also, <laughs> Carrie's also like Buddy Roberts is coming. Go, oh, you're, you're supposed to wait because Buddy Roberts is going to come in and Mike's going to toss yes. him over the fucking top rope. So he should. And yeah, it almost kills him with that bump. Oh, kill, totally. Oh, speaking of being killed, Mike, the bump Mike takes from Hayes to the outside, yeah. he lands That's on his fucking head. About. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Mike, he, he missed the rope. Oh, God. <laughs> the camera the catches it. On the way out. No <laughs> camera catches Boom. it perfectly. It's, what a know that. crazy bump. And, and, and so and then it cuts back to Fritz, and he's like, oh, that's why, you know, we're leading up to the, you know, the – the match, there's going to be some... Michael Hayes, he thinks he's got a lot of plans, but I'm going to outsmart Michael Hayes if you don't think I'm going to outsmart Michael Hayes and you don't know who I am. And he's doing all of this with what, what appears to be a giant red zit on his giant nose. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time. I just transfixed like he was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This thing was huge. But... <laughs> I mean... For all of the bullshit in this with the, like, we're pushing Mike down your fucking throat, I, I kind of enjoyed this, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I perfectly enjoyed it. I, yeah, I me too. perverse it was. Um, and and it, I thought it was doing what it needed to do, but it looked like business as usual because the Von Erics usually kind of do beat up the heels two-on-one a lot of times. So it's, well, yeah. it's just a weird, weird cult in texas what what about you kelly yeah yeah this was uh another awesome part of the program i mean first having fritz back it was like all right yeah this must be important um yeah we haven't seen fritz in a while and then it just leads to this fort worth footage um i'd seen the mic bump before for some reason i thought that happened at the the star wars show coming up but no it happened here uh (laughs) flies to the outside and almost Kills himself. Uh, oh, well, that's in bad taste. Uh, never mind. It's so hard when you're talking about the Von Erics not to say things like that. Did you guys ever see the segment in 87? I believe it was when Mike had finally, finally came back and uh, it was the Freebirds again were ganging up on him and it was Chris Von Erich who took down Buddy Roberts with the double leg takedown yeah. and cut the promo for Mike. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike was super nervous cutting that promo, but I mean, this was all, this was the first time. This was a big angle uh, right off the bat. Um, yeah. He's not being eased into this at all. I was like, here you go. Fuck deep end of the fucking man. pool. Yeah. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? As we're going to find out later, he was sent to all sorts of wrestling clubs all over the country. Yeah, the, the North Dakota one I thought was fantastic. I'm like, huh? Right. Is that? Do they mean Minnesota or what? I, I didn't know. He went no. to New York, Georgia, everywhere. All kinds of right. clubs. Oh, I mean, some of that might have been legit. I don't know. Um, yeah, but this was cool. Uh, great uh, pull-apart brawl at the end. 
And they keep calling it holiday Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I guess, why don't they say Thanksgiving? I'm not sure. I don't know, because <laughs> one, they have a Star Wars for Christmas, too. Because it's the goddamn war on Thanksgiving that them liberals <laughs> yes. are fucking doing. I knew, they knew all about it back then. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this was this was good shit, man. And then we get the exclamation point, which yeah. is a country whipping match with Carrie and Kevin... Versus Gordy and Hayes. Kelly, talk about this match. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a fucking country whipping Ooh. match. It, it was going to be awesome, of course. Um, I've never seen this match before. Uh, of course, we've seen this feud for the whole year, and we were getting maybe a little bit bored of it, but when you get whips involved, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to make up for any shortcomings you may have. Yeah. Um. So before the match even starts, they start brawling. Before the straps are even handed out by David Manning, the uh, brawl starts. So awesome. Um, Gordy immediately has a huge welt on his back. <laughs> I'm thinking probably uh, Stiffo, Mr. Stiff Kevin, uh, <laughs> whipped him. Mr. The one-man gang, the most hated opponent, Kevin Manning. <laughs> so yeah, Gordy's already got a huge welt. Um Manning is actually pretty good in this. I'll give him his due. Uh, having to get order going and, you know, he, you know, forces them to observe the tag rules, which it's hilarious that they still have to do tags. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the thing about this. I love this. Go on. I love this, but yeah, yeah. none of this makes any sense. <laughs> I love this match. None of it makes any sense. Go, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, so for anyone not watching this on the network, every all four men have each have a whip, uh, <laughs> a belt basically. <laughs> to whip and let me ask you something first. Do you see, like because obviously at one point Terry Gordy had one in his short in his t- trunks. Do you think <laughs> yeah. you think these guys had a, a gimmick one hidden also? Oh, I, I missed that. I didn't think of it. You could tell some of the strikes you could really hear, and then some other ones you. You didn't hear anything. Or, or well, yeah, they're mixing Maybe. in the uh, uh, the the gimmick with the the real thing at times. I don't know. Maybe the ones you heard was Kevin not knowing how to do it without really hitting somebody. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin can't can't throw. Just the fact when I saw Gordy go into his trunks for a second one, I'm like, okay. And then I've seen <laughs> all of a sudden Cherry has two. Uh, also, I was like, okay, maybe they all have. Uh, have <laughs> that was the one. Yeah, Gordy pulled one out and gave it to Kevin. Here, use this one, you fucking asshole. Not the. It always pays to carry. <laughs> it always pays to. It always pays to carry another fucking leather strap. Back up. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is just a bunch of whipping. Uh, Hayes tags in at one point, just whips Kevin like crazy. You get a hot tag. The carry carry comes in with two straps. That was double. awesome, wasn't it? That was yeah. awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> double okay, strap action. Let's describe, let's, let's describe this moment. Carry gets the tag. He's got a strap in each hand. He does his carry like warrior wild dance, like, but he's spinning both straps around like fucking leather nunchucks. Like he's Nightwing or, or, or Batman yeah, or yeah, something like, with like, a weapon. <laughs> yeah, like leather nunchucks. Like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass. It was dope. Yeah, this was so much fun. The only drawback is the ending uh, kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh, it just, you know, Manning loses control. 
Kevin is apparently thrown over the top rope, although I think the camera missed that. And so that's a DQ. So you get a kind of a deflated finish. Um, but, I mean, you weren't going to get anything definitive with the big show coming up. This was just uh, just a little uh, appetizer for that. Wouldn't, you, and, wouldn't it make more sense to do a count-out? A fucking DQ in a in a strap match. That's right. Yeah, that, that's a very good. Yeah, yeah very good point. Or, yeah, having a oh, over the top of DQ is lame. They battled. Right. They battled back to the dressing room, and it's it's been called. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they. Yeah, just, are you trying to tell me it's more dangerous to throw somebody over the top rope? Then yeah, whip them, uh, hit them with a leather strap. Leather strap. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty much a no DQ match anyway, yeah. so it shouldn't have ended on a DQ. Yeah, you're totally right, Johnny. Um, Hayes does get double teamed with a whip after the match uh, for a little additional punishment uh, because of the finish being a little lame. I went, uh, I didn't, I didn't go four stars. I went three and three quarters, uh, but this was all action, super fun. Uh, Carrie does get busted open at some yeah, point because yeah. in the, the interview afterwards, he's a bloody mess. It was but, after uh, the match was over. They like, we, we need you to cut. <laughs> we need you to get some juice to go for the go home. <laughs> Cover for the finish, yeah. But this was fun. This was one of the better matches we've seen in, in quite some time, I'd say. Yeah, I went four and a quarter because I thought Ooh. the crowd was just fucking hot as hell for this. Yeah. And this this type of match with the with the with the with the, with the straps and stuff. It's kind of like if that's the perfect match is a snapshot of Texas wrestling in this feud in general, because you had, you know, you had the bad street matches for the six with six mans and they had these type of gimmick matches. And it just it just worked here. I mean, you, you bought it. It worked. Yeah, the finish could have been better, but it was all action. It was all go, 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 go. It was fun, exciting, dramatic. And and then you're like and you're just in awe because I mean like when Carrie's doing the double strap thing mm, <laughs> coming yeah. out of the corner <laughs> that thing is just a great great moment someone, and it's they, always in all those highlight that. reels of world class yeah. people show them yeah no that that there's yeah this match deserves some gifts that's for sure um yeah okay I'll go four stars uh, you talked me up to it. Talked him into it. Johnny Sorrow, what's going on, man? Uh, like I said, this match doesn't make any fucking sense. Just from, from the get-go, okay? Let's say you were like a non-wrestling fan. You looked in like, oh, what's wrestling all about? It's like four guys with fucking leather straps are whipping the shit out of each other, but having to follow the rules at the same time just makes no sense. You but know, we watched cares? a variation of this match. Um where it was Texas Tornadoes, no DQ. That I makes much more, more sense. sense. That makes more sense. But but the crowd wasn't as hot as it was for this one, I don't think. Oh, it, it doesn't matter. Like, like we said last week, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff we see here where you go, why the fuck would you do that? This go doesn't go with any wrestling logic. Like even of the day, like Bill Watts wouldn't do that or Vince wouldn't do that. It doesn't fucking matter. That crowd is eating this up with a fucking spoon, so really it doesn't matter. Um But And this was crazy and it was hot. If I was in that crowd, I'd be going ape shit. These motherfuckers are beating the shit out of each other. I would have fucking shit on that finish. I've been booing that because it didn't make any sense. But we get some great Bill Mercer uh, right here because he's talking about 
Well, number no, before that, who do you think's the strap guy? Who's got to go buy these? It's got to be Manning, right? <laughs> that, that's got to be Manning's job to have to go find a place to buy these. Or, or he's probably got some. Or he just had them in the trunk of his yeah, car. In the trunk of his car, exactly. <laughs> but Bill Mercer talked about the history of straps. These straps, they go back to the Neanderthal days. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they do. Uh, <laughs> I, I it's on cave drawings in France, you know. <laughs> we all know that. And then he's talking about what it feels like to get hit with a hit with a leather strap. Bill Mercer is apparently Bill Mercer is apparently into some kinky S and M in his private life because he gives us a few details here. One in particular, he says, "Oh, if you've ever been tapped with a leather strap, that's a Hummer." That's like, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm picturing him in a gimp suit, and when he gets tapped with a strap, you know what Bill's about to do. <laughs> this was awesome. It was mayhem, and I loved it. Yep. And then we get a Von Eric promo. What's going on with this one, John? Oh, this was real quick. Carrie's fucking bloody. I didn't realize he was busted open in the match. So he just plays a Michael Hayes. I'm gonna get you, basically. And it was that's the end of the show. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything you want to add, Kelly? Uh, no, just that, uh, yeah, this was one of the best shows we've ever watched, I think. Um, super fun. So many things happened. It's just crazy. It was like one after the next. It was, the booking was was really good. Yeah, good matches. I mean, we got a great main event. Good uh, soap opera stuff. Good yeah. interview. Good segments. Uh, sunshine coming out of this, and we'll, as we'll see next week, um, her the reaction she gets from the crowd is inc- insane. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a hot hot angle. People like you know, everyone always talks about world class, the big Freebird von Eric hot angle and the dynamic mm-hmm. duo. But man, this angle is yeah. hot hot yeah. hot and. Uh, I don't think history uh, has done its due. It's, no, uh, not at all. It's super hot, and uh, yeah. and it's only starting. I mean, maybe we got to see if it fizzles out. I think what happens is when she gets into trouble and you get her, uh, uh, what's her name, the truck driver. Um, her aunt, Stella Mae Frank. Yeah, it replaces her for a bit. Uh, I think that's where it loses some steam, but we'll see. Um but man, awesome stuff. Uh, Kelly, anything going up? Anything going to pump, pump, pimp, pimp, pimp? pump? pimp. <laughs> I'll pimp the I'll pimp the PWO podcast network as usual. Um, great shows besides ours. Greetings from Allentown, Days of Thunder, Military Industrial Suplex, uh, Boom Goes the Dynamite. Hey, we have an AEW review show on here. Um, check them out, folks. Uh, it's it's good stuff. Uh, good people doing good shows. Johnny Sorrow. I got nothing else to add. What he said. Follow me on Twitter at Titans O Wrestling. Have a great night. See you later. My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone. The moment that you come in view And with your hand in mine, dear I could dance on and on And 
across Texas with you in my arms. Walks across Texas with you like a story book ending. I'm lost in your charms and I could walk across Texas with you. 